0: Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from The Adventures of Hal, the second hilarious glothic tale written by Derek Haynes, a -a laugh-a-minute romp around the galaxy. Meanwhile, on gloth, millions of years before February the 5th, Gloth was making a nice little profit from the planet Earth with the help of some cunning popes and the very, very secret Camera stellata sometimes better known as the Star Chamber. Being disowned by his father and booted out of his family manor in England, and then transported off to the distant, sun-drenched shores of Australia, didn't sound like such a bad punishment for Hal, all things considered. Sydney, however, didn't prove to be his cup of tea but a quick move to Brisbane leads Hal to a wonderful new life full of friends, backyards, barbecues, beer, surfing, the Breakfast Creek Hotel, and norrell the idyllic life. For a short time, unfortunately, as so often happens, just when you think things are beautifully perfect, someone or something comes along to throw a spanner in the works. In Hal's case, his idyllic life gets hit by a number of airborne wrenches. Then, when he thinks things are about as bad as they can get, they, of course, get a whole lot worse. Afflicted by an allergic reaction to dust and scary things, Hal does a lot of sneezing as he goes about trying to make the whole lot worse a whole lot better. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from The Adventures of Hal.
1: While some waste their time looking for the meaning of life, there are others who understand there is none and just get on enjoying the space they are renting. THE ADVENTURES OF HAL 1. Erd. The planet Gloth is located in a very small area in the very far bottom left-hand corner of a long outer spiral arm of a galaxy called the Milky Way. Being the sixth planet from the Sun in a system of 12 planets called Sun System 1, it is conveniently located and benefits economically from being the central hub that lured the headquarters of literally thousands of industrial monopolies and is a tax haven for hundreds and hundreds of banks and lenders of last resort. Although history is rather vague about Gloth prior to its early civil wars, it has been well recorded that for millions of years or so, Gloth has always been in charge of everything, with the first recorded supreme potentate of Gloth being January the 1st. From then on, Gloth went about taking control of anything within their reach. Banks, businesses, planets, entire sun systems, and even habitable asteroids— usually with consummate success and highly profitable outcomes, which, of course, meant the economy ticked over very nicely and kept the Gloth treasury coffers extremely well-funded. There were, of course, the odd disaster or two here and there, though. One of these was the attempt to economically exploit a hopelessly primitive planet called Erd. The problem with this smallish, greenish, bluish planet was that although handily located only a few planets away from Gloth itself, it had no economy, ergo no profit to be made by the bankers of Gloth. Being a planet populated only by animals, insects, fish, and bacteria, Gloth considered a settlement there, but would have taken far too long to establish a large enough population to be economically attractive and viable. Instead, They discovered a species of animal that was a very low-level ancestor, but genetically similar to Glothians, and they decided to genetically transform these animals, apes and monkeys in particular, into intelligent and, of course, profitable beings. The program was called Hybridized Uniform Manipulation and Naturalization, or HUMAN for short. Responsibility for the entire program was given to the Glothic Oversight Detachment, Or better known then simply as God. Although well planned, the program went off the rails, so to speak, and instead of being an economic miracle, Erd descended into conflicts, wars, and all sorts of nasty factions that quickly discovered how to efficiently kill each other. As the origins of these now reasonably intelligent beings were from very different species of monkeys, apes, and a number of other banana eating creatures, they ended up being, well, Different. With thousands of different languages and dialects, beliefs and traditions, colors and shapes, these various tribes laid claim to their own little patches of erd. Countries, states, regions, cantons, and counties, all neatly defined by thin little red lines that once crossed meant certain trouble for the crossing tribe, usually exchanging some nasty words before then proceeding habitually to find ways to effectively kill each other. Gloth tried as best it could, but a planet divided into hundreds of little fiefdoms, all happily killing, maiming, and raping each other, and with no hope of ever establishing a single ruler, Erd was a certain recipe for economic disaster. In the end, Gloth just got fed up with the whole deal and left the sad Erdian creatures to sort out their own mess— Erdeans then quite happily went about finding new and exciting ways to kill each other, while everyone else in the entire universe decided to give the hopeless little planet a very big miss. After abandoning the project for a thousand years or more, it was resurrected by the then Supreme Potentate of Gloth, December the Ninth, and an Erdean named Ugo Boncompani, better known as Pope Gregory the Thirteenth to the people on Urd he single-handedly dragged Erd back into economic viability and in so doing became a close associate of December the Ninth. So close, in fact, he not only married December's daughter, but he also went on to replace December the Ninth as the supreme potentate of Gloth. This was not to say that Erdians had stopped killing, maiming, torturing, and raping each other with their normal gay abandon, but Pope Gregory did manage to get some order in place. Well, just enough to make a profit. It was in the Erdean year of 1585 that Pope Gregory arranged his own Erdean death so he could move permanently to Gloth and rule over the twelve sun-systems of Gloth. After living eighty-three years on Erd, he lived for another fifty-five years on Gloth. This was a pity, really, because just a few years after his ultimate demise, events back on Erd in 1641 would have interested him greatly. Luckily, one of his successors as Pope on Erd was able to ensure Gloth prospered once more from its long-term investment in Erd. Maffeo Barberini, or later known as Pope Urban VIII, assisted greatly in ensuring that Gloth benefited from a new autocratic power on Erd, the Camera Stellata.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from The Adventures of Hal. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.